Today, we're talking about outright speed. Hello race drivers, this is Enzo with the Race Driver Coach Show, straight off the back of the Saudi F2 race that we just got back from. And as usual, when I come from back from these events, I know that I've got to do a show on Monday. And I've got a, a, a small list of things that I really want to speak about. But when I'm there, things happen. We have things happen at race weekends and always it bleeds into, you know what, I'm going to do Monday's show on this. And it's on the flight home. Normally I have this epiphany of this message, this lesson that we can take from the last race weekend that would be so valuable to people that are watching and listening to this show, yourselves. And I can't help but then put everything else on the shelf and say, I want to talk about that today. And th this is a, a prime example. So it usually happens actually when we're following a race weekend. That's why I always say, uh, you know, I talk about the race weekends. This is what's happened because it's the journey. What I share with you is the journey of people that are fighting their way to earn their place on the F1 grid. So it's not me really trying to capitalize on it, it's just something that I dearly care about and I know can help you succeed, pretty much no matter what you do. These are race driver lessons, right? But you can apply what I teach to anything you do in life because it's all about human performance. You getting the best out of yourself, using your mind in a way that helps you achieve your goals. And that's something I've coached with people outside of racing, so it all it's all, all tied in. So. If I don't make sense today, it's because I'm knackered because we just got off the flight, but which is good for today because it's a very simple message. This message is if you want to be a professional race driver or if you want to remain at the top of your game in your profession, if you're already a professional race driver, you need pure speed. When you look at the greats, the drivers like Ayrton Senna, Hamilton, Verstappen, Schumacher, Fangio, they all had in common that they could turn a lap time that was better than anybody else on the grid. They were fast. And what I see out there now, because these grids are full of drivers, right? We've got the 40 odd in Formula Regional, we've got probably 80 doing F4, the top F4 championships with Spain, with uh, Italian championship, with the British, there's probably about 100 actually, UAE. Then you've got F3, which is absolutely rammed. You can't get any more drivers in because they only allow so many. Same with F2. The junior categories are full. Again, I'm only talking about the F1 route. The GT, WEC, NASCAR routes, all these routes are the same. The junior categories are absolutely stacked with drivers. So being an ex-scout for an F1 team and talking to other current scouts and people that are actually looking for drivers, the number one thing they look for is speed. How quick are they? Okay, the race teams are looking for how much can they afford, how much money can I make out of them while they're here for one year, but they still want, even race teams, they want to win. Because winning is their brand. If a race team can get a quick driver in their car, they'll probably give them a favorable offer, a, a free driver, a paid driver, or at least a subsidized one, because they know if they put that driver in the car, that driver's going to put their team their car at the front of the grid which is going to sell more seats and make them look like they're better than they actually are because quick drivers are the currency of this sport you know this 
It's pretty damn obvious, but sometimes the most obvious things are the things that people are ignoring or not even seeing or facing, to be fair. So again, we've got all these drivers in the junior categories and in club racing and all this, but not many of them are honest enough to face the fact that they're not quick enough. Don't get me wrong, this is a sport you can learn. If you spend more time behind the wheel in a very dedicated way, in a very disciplined way of improving your skill, not just chasing a lap time, but finding out why the lap time isn't as good as it should be and then working really hard and getting experts in to help you. If you're not approaching your sport that way, it's gonna end. People are not gonna see you as being valuable to them. So I want you just to go away with this one message from this really short video and ask yourself, am I fast enough? And this isn't about self-belief. This isn't about you worrying about your ego and getting it knocked because maybe I am a second off. Second off isn't bad at all, by the way. If you're a second off pole position, that's something to work with. But we need to understand, or you need to understand, am I actually fast enough? So from that, this race weekend that I've just come from, we're with, with a driver, never been to this track before, right? Never been to Saudi. Some drivers have been there twice. Some drivers that we're up against are in their fourth year, but they've been to this track twice. They know it. They know Saudi. They've been there twice in the last 18 months. So they hit the ground running. But the driver I was with, he was P1 by lap one. He's done this before, by the way. Then he was P2, this is in uh, free practice. Then again, he bang in another one, all these purple sectors. Then he would qualify second, P2. Made a slight error in qualifying because they're pushing so hard. So pretty much everyone made a slight error, by the way. Um, P2 on the grid, first time there, rookie. Another rookie was also on pole position. And you look at these guys and you, you, see, you look at them and you think, these guys are going to go somewhere. Why? Because they're fast. Now, both of them, Martins and Behrman didn't really finish the race, the feature race on Sunday, where they should. Martins spun out, DNF. Oliver also spun out and got 10th. But you know what? When people look at these guys, when people look at the race weekend, they look at those two and straight away they're thinking they're going somewhere. When they figure out this F2 car, because they're only just at the start of their, their journey, when they figure this out, you watch what happens. And that's what I want people to say about you. You're fast. You've got speed. You've got potential. So all the other stuff, maybe your work ethic isn't quite good as it should be. Maybe your people skills are not great. All the peripheral stuff we talk about is probably not in place. Maybe you're not consistent, so you do a good lap and then you're not very good for the next three laps. That kind of stuff, that's teachable. But speed, you being quick enough, you being really good at creating a lap time that's competitive... That's the stuff that's hard to teach. You can show a driver, break here, break this certain shape, you know, hit the brake really hard and then bleed off into the actual apex itself before the wheel starts to lock as the downforce comes off. You can teach drivers all of this. Lift less for the high speed corners. I tell drivers this to death, obviously, but then actually them taking what they know to actually execute and doing it, completely different thing. If it's wet, if it's changeable conditions, the driver that can feel the grip has got the confidence to take the speed into a corner, not knowing if they're going to come out the other side. So they've got a bit of bravery, but they've got the car control skills to actually take it through and deal with whatever the car's going to do. That, again, is difficult to teach. 
And it, this is not to bring anybody down. It's just to highlight, I want you to understand how fast you are. Do you deserve a career? Have you shown people your speed? Because you can have the best product if you're a company. You have the best product, the best service. But if you're keeping it to yourself, you're not really promoting it well, you're not telling people about it, they're not going to see it. You're not going to get your opportunity. Your, your product's not going to be on the shelves. Same with a race driver. A race driver has to have the speed, the product or the service. They then have to show people, showcase they've got it. So it's two things that I really want you to take a look in the mirror at and ask yourself, am I fast enough? And if I am, do enough people know this in the industry? And if the answer is I'm not fast enough yet, then okay, we better get a training program in place. We better have some kind of plan that's gonna help you get quicker and get quicker fast. So I want you to get fast fast. So there's two answers, right? Am I fast enough? Am I not? If I am, does everybody know about it? If not, I'm gonna promote it. And if I'm not, you better get something in place that makes you fast, because if you haven't got speed, the career is going nowhere, I promise you. If you say, it's okay, I can hit my one second, half a second off consistently, that's no good to anybody. When I speak to F1 managers and team managers, team bosses and all these people, they say, we need speed. We don't put an engine in this car, Enzo, if it's, got, if it's not fast enough. If it struggles with the reliability, okay, we can take a little bit of speed off and increase the reliability, that's easy. But if we have to make a reliable engine faster and it's difficult because it's hit its maximum, there's no more capacity in that engine, we'll get rid of it. Same with a driver. Ask yourself now, am I fast enough? And if not, what am I gonna do about it?